Hi and salam everyone. This is Zaina Wright. <clears throat> I was having some trouble with my live, so I apologize for it starting a bit late. Uh, but I'm very excited to have this conversation today on toxic masculinity. It's a conversation that I've been wanting to have for a long time. Um, just didn't know how to begin and, you know, who to bring on, who would be the right fit um, to having these conversations. Um, a lot of people are suffering in very abusive relationships um, and I think it's very important to speak about this because of the amount of people suffering, especially in this pandemic. So um, it's been a while since I've done a live. I hope you're all doing well um, and uh, staying safe in this time. Um, I'm doing well, Alhamdulillah. Thank you for all your questions, your messages, and um, we're waiting for Sister Iman to join us. And uh, today we're going to be talking about what healthy relationships look like um, and why it's important to understand that we are valuable and we um, deserve, uh, you know, the right kind of relationship and the right she's coming on now she's joining us right now um if you guys have questions you know please ask them below that's why i love idtv um and uh hope you guys can hear well if there's any issues just write so below like, um, salam iman i can't see you i think her video is live color I look green for some reason I actually am in my studio right now so the green screen is reflecting <laughs> on my face <clears throat> let's try this again uh oh uh, it seems that she's unable to connect let me try connecting her again this is a problem with IGTV. It's all de very dependent on the internet. Let me invite her. Okay. How are you guys doing today? There we go. Hey. <laughs> I was freaking out. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Look, I look green because I'm, I'm I have a green screen next to me. <laughs> Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Look, you are How are you doing? You are incredible. <laughs> How are you doing? Alhamdulillah. Um, so today is an important discussion for many reasons. And like I was saying earlier to everyone else that I have been wanting to have this conversation for a long time, but I just didn't know where to start until recently when I've been getting so many messages, DMs, um, my work on ground with Angels for COVID, uh, like women requesting food aid because their husbands are abusive, um, not pitching in, playing video games all day long, and they have little children to feed. And it's just heartbreaking that so many women are going through this. And I think, you know, I want to open this up this week and a little bit of next week, I'm going to be focusing on this issue 
and just really talking very openly about it because you know not just healthy relationships but there is a toxic masculinity kind of culture in our society where women are harassed you know i've i've been part of that online um via dms or comments having to block people um and just predatorial predatorial um types of men out there who think that they can take advantage of women so i i want to open up today's conversation with you iman um on what you feel a healthy relationship should look like so assalamualaikum thank you so much for bringing me on um mm-hmm. and it's definitely i agree with you it's a topic that is not really discussed a lot about what a healthy relationship is i mean we talk now the whole stigma of like mental health has been you know take care of your mental health take care of your mental health but i think um what do we have every single day is we have relationships with different types of people we have relationships with our parents with our children with our spouse with our friends etc etc mm-hmm. um and i think as humans we're so we just want that relationship to work so bad we want to have that relationship that we look over the fact that what am i actually in a healthy relationship is the relationship that i have with this person actually a healthy one and most mm-hmm. i mean 65% of the time probably is well i'm going to make it work until it's healthy you know mm-hmm. and and then you know and if it's not going to work then they're going to go into depression and anxiety and it's like a whole entire cycle so um i definitely because think- i mean i mean like let's just be fair can you change someone I don't think you can change anyone. No, you like, got to accept them the way they are. Yeah. yeah. No. So I think this first of all this idea of I'm going to go into a relationship thinking that I'm going to change the other person or my love, my beauty is going to change them. Like it's yeah, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, you must have happen. really high self-esteem if you think that someone will change for you. but in reality you know it comes down to psychology is if someone doesn't want to change they're not going to change right or if someone is still in that process of like getting to know who they are and you want somebody that is settled like then you're not with the right person you know um i mean i think this topic can go so many ways i know <laughs> and it's kind of like where do i start with what a healthy relationship is supposed to look like how i think base is A healthy relationship is you feel respected, you have your boundaries are respected, uh you feel loved and cared for, right? And you feel mm-hmm. safe. So, exactly. I think those things, you know, and someone is taking care of you. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, what whatever the person's really for example, we're talking about spouses right now. So your husband has a job, right? He has to take care of you and make you feel safe and provide for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um if the relationship is keeping you at the end of the day feeling not respected, not loved, not secure. And then, you know, even you voicing your opinions to kind of make changes is not, not being heard, you're not in a healthy relationship. Exactly, you know? And mm-hmm. I think my base relationship that I that I always go back to is Khadija radhiyallahu anha and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Because exactly. that was a relationship with respect, mm-hmm. honor, love, commitment. I mean, come on like i don't think there's any other story that i know that you can base your if you that is your base you're not going to settle for anything less than that you know exactly. and um 
uh, as you said in your story, you said that uh, you're getting messages from people, the husbands, they don't want to work, they want to play video games and all this mm -hmm. stuff. I think, you know, recognizing where your spouse is at mentally, mm -hmm. like understanding where they are at, and you need, and the only way you're going to get to do that is if you get to know them properly before you commit to them and i think the whole culturally stigmatized but a lot of people a lot of people are different like catfishing or a lot of people are different the way they show you and then the way they are you know behind closed doors right, right. like you, the saying, you won't be yeah. able to know somebody unless you travel with them you do business with them <laughs> like they're they're basically at their hard hard whore, um, hard, mm -hmm. sorry hardcore um, mm -hmm. But nowadays, like, our our bar is so low. Oh, can you take me to the restaurant? Or let me just see how he is, you know? Like, anybody can put on a personality for you. Anybody can put on a face. If some if a guy wants something, he's going to do the impossible to get it. And this is why mm -hmm. I tell a girl, if your man is on the sofa playing video games and you're out there working, he has no business being on your sofa anymore. Like, he needs to go back to his mom's house. And I think this, <laughs> the culture is... You know, oh my God, he's my husband now. I have to be his mom, his grandma, his wife. Is no, you're supposed to be his his partner, exactly. right? And that's mm -hmm. what a marriage is. A marriage or a relationship is a partnership. As when it goes out of partnership, it's mm -hmm. no longer healthy, because someone's always like, oh well, the mom is also gonna cook, clean, and she's gonna take care of the kids 100% of the time. And she's gonna do this, gonna do that, gonna do this and be patient and like host guests and do all that. And then the guy's just gonna come and put his feet on the sofa. Mm -hmm. That is not, that is not I just, You know what, like, you know, I'm, today, obviously our topic is toxic masculinity. Right. Right. I'm not giving an excuse to the women who are not doing their job. Right. But today, like, I just, you know what irks me is that us as women, we're so compassionate. We give so much love. Like, this is our nature. And then to have men abuse that, like, I feel like even just at that core, like, it's breaking down society. Like, you're not meant to treat people like that, especially women. Yeah. I mean, before anything, before culture, before religion, there's something called humanity. And humanity has no religion and humanity has no culture. Humanity is, I treat the person the way I would like to be treated, you know? And also, so let's just put aside the men right now. Women, I think women, we are capable of giving our all. We are capable of giving our 100%. We are capable of being amazing, beautiful creatures, right? But exactly. is the man I'm going to give it to deserving of that? Is he worthy of my 100%. And if he's mm -hmm. not, then you have no business looking at him. And I think people are always so like, oh, but if I don't marry this guy, then who am I going to marry? They get, you know, they have that peer pressure from their parents or their friends. Or, or the desperation that I'm going to say. something that's less for them. And then they're going to say at the end, well, yeah, it didn't work out. Or he ended up being A, B, C, and D. You know, and I'm just, I'm not. Do you, but do you think that people have to go through that heartbreak to learn? Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able. I, I get so many people messaging me like, right. like this, this is the only one I have. Back. Like ninety percent of women out there are like, I, I'm, I have a toxic relationship, and this, I don't know how to get out of it, and I don't know how to fix it. You know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's really sad. 
So how can we as women demand that respect in a relationship? Can it come or is it a gone case? I don't think you should be demanding anything. Okay. I think you need to just do your like just be who you are and amazing and I think that when you start demanding and you don't get reciprocation then that's what's going to make you upset it's going to cause fights it's going to cause all that stuff why your health is the most important thing because once you're sick guess what they're not going to be by your side taking care mm -hmm. of you who's going to be by your side you mm -hmm. you are mm -hmm. going to be taking care of you why because you were demanding 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 And at the end, guess what? You're replaceable. Guess what? Oh, guess what? We're going to go find someone younger, someone more beautiful, or someone more... Th There's always going to be somebody else. So if you don't put yourself first and stop demanding, you know, there's... I think there's things like, you know, if someone is in a bad relationship and it's fixable, et cetera, there's therapy. And therapy is... It, I think it's healthy to go to because it'll put you in a position to open up those brain receptors that are like, hey, I actually understand why this, why that, why this. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, also realizing if you're compatible, mm -hmm. you know, because I believe if two people are compatible, nobody's demanding anything from each other. They're just mm -hmm. completing each other. Like, hey, I just realized my wife is working all day. You know, she's studying at Harvard and she's doing this and she's that. Let me go ahead and make dinner because I know she's going to come home tired and I would like to make, you know, there's mm -hmm. like that, that balance, you know, or not like you know, her, her, the wife is sitting all day at home watching uh shows and then the husband comes home late and then and then she's like oh well you know i i did do nothing all day let me get up and clean up a little bit and you know make my home my husband feel welcome when he comes i think that comes from the core how to treat people with respect and again mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with culture because true love is felt and never demanded you can't demand you can't force somebody to be with you you can't force someone to treat you a certain way you can't force your husband to not look at other women. You can't force your wife to, um, uh, to cook you dinner. Like, there's no forcing. And I think when mm -hmm. we start demanding and forcing, people don't like to feel, in pe people don't like to feel controlled. Mm -hmm. You know? So true. And, and people want to do things out of their own heart. Like, let me do it. You know? And also where, where, where do you think this misogyny, this toxic kind of masculinity because look i'm i'm obviously a wife right uh, and a mom a, a stay-at-home mom that of three children and there are a lot of things that you know people are like oh zayna right she's out there but i've like in our home i would say that i'm very obedient to my husband like it, it's weird um to to say it like that but i He makes all the financial decisions. He's the one who earns. He, I'm, I have no stress in that capacity because I just have to be with my kids. And you know, as much as me, how important that is to be stress-free about that and exactly. to just raise our kids. A mom has to be healthy yeah. and happy. You know? Exactly. Our mental health, everything. Ha and we get so tired. Like, you know, as soon as he comes home from work, I'm like, take your kids. Like, I'm so exhausted. And for a man, a man to not help out or not pitch in or, or see like, look, my wife is tired. Let me help her out. Like, where is this behavior, this toxic behavior learned from? Like, who is it their parents? Have they seen this and they're just repeating these cycles? What is it? Well, it could be a lot of things. You know, it could be culture, um, the way they saw their mom treat their dad or they, um, I think, 
at the end of the day, it's about priorities. And if a man's priority is, I'm the man of the house, I go out and work, I come home, I need to be fed, my clothes need to be done, the kids need to be in bed, my wife needs to look pretty, then that is just complete selfish behavior. You yeah. know, it's about me, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, I mean, obviously, we're going to go ahead and talk about culture that, especially in like the Arab and the Middle Eastern and the Indo-Pak, like, it's always been the man is just so amazing. Like he's been mm-hmm. given the trophy for doing nothing, just being a man, right? Mm-hmm. And when Islam, on the other hand, has given the trophy to the woman, Jannah's feet is under the woman. Um, yeah. You know, and the woman, the woman, the woman, like there's so much about the woman, but I think culture does not like the woman because think about it, before Islam came, they would bury who alive? The boys or the girls? Yeah. They would bury the girls. Oh, when you were pregnant with a girl, oh, oh no, we can't tell anybody we're pregnant with a girl. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's always about the boy that's going to bring the lineage. Like, I think that's completely cultural. And mm-hmm. if they were thinking, obviously, in a healthy perspective, like, okay, well, alhamdulillah, inshallah, it's a healthy baby. And it'll be, it'll be a sadaqa jariya. We'll teach it, you know, mm-hmm. good manners. And we'll raise its baby sahim being, you know, when we pass away, it'll give us a reward. You know, yeah. instead of looking at it like that, the Islamic perspective, it's like, oh, how is this child going to benefit us? You know, mm-hmm. and that boy is raised most likely as a narcissist, right? Because mm-hmm. everything is served to him on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. And then he also, you know, he's not accountable the way the girls are accountable. Men and girls are never accountable the same way because when a guy is ready to settle, he's looking for a girl that has never been, had never had a boyfriend or had any experience. Why? Because mm-hmm. he wants someone he can control. You're right yeah. or a single guy does not marry a divorced woman because she won't be able to control that or someone that was previously married so i think knowing and a man actually i've heard this a lot of times where the man tells a woman know your place mm. like know your place and that's completely cultural mm. people that want to back up with islam just put it bring it through one ear and take it out of the other because nowhere in islam does it tell a woman to know her place and do this mm. and do that uh, as long you know, the woman knows her place in a way where she's respectful, she's modest, she's she's honoring you know her husband, she's honoring her family, and mm-hmm. everybody understands how a woman honors her family. You know, she's not going around sleeping around with guys, and she's she's yeah. not like lazy. She's just like you know a little princess doing nothing. She's actually working hard. I'm talking about those women, you know, mm-hmm. and the man, if he has that, he needs to protect that even more because those mm-hmm. girls are so rare. You know, mm-hmm. and again, like so, a man that's ready to get married instead, that instead of hurting her and stamp, stamping on her, like oh, yeah. it's just it's 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 incredible to me. Like like you said, you know, going back to Islam, like it's it, not just culture, but even like Western culture and the way they've portrayed all oh, women are like oppressed. But that oppression is not from our religion. Exactly. Our religion gives us so many rights. Like, you know, we don't even have to cook. We don't have to clean. It's like, dude, just take care of yourself and your babies and you're entitled to your husband's earnings. Like, yeah. it, it, I think it's, it's about control. It's complete control. It's about control, exactly. Control. Like, I control are you, you are you here to control someone in a relationship or are you here to walk alongside with them and get closer to God? Like, what's your end goal? And how is controlling someone really helping you get to that end goal? Right. Like that's what doesn't make sense to me. And like if you like if you wanted a girl without a job, then look for a girl without a job. 
you want a girl that that went to Harvard, then look for a girl that would like. A guy needs to be true to himself before he starts looking for a girl. If he wants to be the ideal husband, right, mm-hmm. then he needs to work on himself before he works on the other person. And also depends who he chooses, you know. Again, um, uh, both of us, Emmanuel, we both got married very young. Like I got married at we 19. We both got married. Yeah, exactly. I, had my I got married kid. at nineteen as well. Yeah. Okay, and I had my first kid, second kid, third kid, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. I like same, same, same. So yeah. that that's how we met. We were like, eh, like twins. But see, see, the thing with me though is I was very, very picky with who I was gonna marry. Like I was, I was ready. Like my mom is very like I don't know. She's not like the other moms who was like, oh, you need to get married. I feel like my mom, if she could. Would keep me in her house forever That's and never let me get married. Um, and so I was kind of rebelling against that. Like I gotta get out. You know, I gotta get out of this house. But you know, I remember like when I had proposals or people interested, it was very, very hard for me to you know just find someone. Like I had that fear. Like, what if this person is not who he says he is? What if I'm gonna get I stuck? Say, people, there's always fifty-fifty chance. There's always a fifty-fifty chance. It is. It is. It's no. exactly that. And and I remember somebody coming to my mom and saying like, "Why is Zena rejecting all these proposals? That she wants someone from an angel from heaven?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I want an angel from heaven because like that person will be the person who deserves my love because I know my love. I know how deeply I love and." I'm sorry if if that means that I'm gonna be single for the rest of my life, then so be it. But I will wait for that angel in heaven. And this is not this is not me saying, "Oh, Zainab was so picky and this and that." I was like, I had a list of things that I needed. Like God and faith is so important to me. Right. So those things had to be there um, in order for me to accept. And I remember, like you know, my husband and I were. Together we were engaged in college. Um, so I was there for one year. I was a freshman, and he was a senior. And um, I remember getting into an accident on my bike, um, and him taking care of me. And I actually got to see his like real, true face. You know, when when you go through things when you're right. together, a lot of the times, um, I feel like if I didn't go through that experience, I wouldn't have. Um, Been very sure of getting married to him, if right. that makes sense. Right. Because I was very, I'm very untrusting when it comes to people. And I think um, that's what we need. We need girls to be untrusting. Untrusting. Right? I think girls exactly. are too trusting, and they like they put a pedestal on men when men are in fact just human beings with exactly. needs, and they'll do anything for those needs to be fulfilled in the halal way. Versus, you know, uh, a lot of the pressure from the society is. The young Muslim men are pressured into getting married, so they don't commit haram, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, so you would instead of the bar is so low, right? <laughs> like, are you kidding me right now? Like, you can go anywhere, but you're gonna go get an innocent young Muslim girl that's gonna exactly. have babies and be by your side and give her, give you that love. Because a lot of Muslim girls were like installed into that. Your husband's gonna be your everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I just feel like it's that's very unfair, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think girls need to just start having a higher bar. I'm not saying ha- being. I'm not talking about the guy has to buy yoke. I'm not talking about gold digging. I'm not talking about money. 
this it has nothing to do with money the most the most wealthiest person could literally treat you like garbage and send you to the hospital like you know and it, it has nothing to do with wealth it has nothing to do with fame it has nothing to do even with his charisma like mm -hmm. you need to you need to learn male psychology and you need to differentiate versus is this person worth me you know going more forward or is this person more is this person worth this and that and i think girls find what they're looking for when they're looking mm -hmm. and guys find what they're looking for when they're looking it just matters of what are they looking for exactly it's what you seek you'll get what you seek i truly believe in that and you'll attract that energy that you're seeking if you have demand like i'm not saying demand but if you have respect for yourself like dude i'm not gonna settle like i know my words and, and i think people confuse having respect for yourself with ego or she's oh, so exactly. absolutely yeah. not when you have a yeah. daughter you're gonna know what having exactly. respect for yourself is and having respect for yourself and having boundaries has nothing to do with pride and ego it's actually encouraged islam to have self respect because if if you were if it's it's a it's a dangerous world out there and if you're literally it's like a pack of lions and if you're a deer they're going to eat you right and you need to you need to prepare yourself you need to you need to protect yourself you need to have self respect and realize what is your worth your worth is i need a man that's going to treat me like a princess or i need a man that's just going to pay my bills i'm going to need a man that's going to put me in a g wagon mercedes like what do you want at the mm. end you can have all the worldly stuff you want but at the end one thing is for sure is nobody wants to die alone nobody wants to grow old without you know having the entourage around them you know mm. and at the end you know and also another thing is i wanted to add is girls that do get in these situations early on and have kids they're also stigmatized that's like well this is the ch life you chose and you can't do anything about it so you got to be patient that's yeah. one thing i want to talk about is the the patience and force on our muslim sisters um backed up by islam and in no way does allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell you to be patient on something that you can change patience is on something that you can't change and gratitude is on something that uh uh you can change so mm -hmm. you be grateful for the situation that you're in and you're also grateful for the fact that you can get out of that situation mm -hmm. and i think people women are just so hopeless like oh my husband's abusive or oh my husband is stealing my children's money and playing video games all day like mm -hmm. they need to be accountable right mm -hmm. i think there is no there's like little to none accountability with men that are abusing women you know everybody wants to say oh no we can't be fitna causers oh no we can't break marriages shaitan's going to be happy they can't, can't break families that's we the big thing families. do you know the trauma that's going to cause your kids if cps knows what's going on in your home they'd come and take your kids and put you guys both in jail mm -hmm. for sub for subjecting the children to that like that's what trauma people, right it's trauma people don't and people think about what people are going to say lo kya kahenge versus i need to save myself from the situation and i need to save my kids and they need to go and take as much as time as they need to get stronger you know cuz and this is why like this is why may ye topic ko like we're discussing this because did i just say did i just speak in urdu <laughs> i started the urdu i'm sorry <laughs> it happens sometimes. It's okay, girl. It's okay. But um yeah, I think that 
you know, it, it it's so, it, this is like, I, this is why I'm talking about this because like I, I, as a Muslim activist, a journalist, I can't, women's rights, women's issues are so important to me. And the fact that they're being abused in such, such a deep way, because Families, at the end of the day, are building blocks of society, right? Like, if you're oppressing in your home and you're fighting for justice or outside or giving charity or whatever good you're doing, and your home is, like, you're not treating your spouses the right way, your children the right way, like, what is the point? Like, that's, I feel like the change comes from the children, the families, the future, and if they're growing up in such traumatic environments, like it I makes it's no very sense. selfish on the entire family that's forcing couples to stay together for the sake of the kids. When clearly the husband has no, does not want the wife, and he's making her feel that way. Like it's not just that he doesn't want his wife; he's making her clearly understand that he no longer wants her. Mm-hmm. And the woman is just sitting there crying, you know. Mm-hmm. But the family is like, no, this is what you guys are gonna do. But like. Mm-hmm. But in fact, that's like somebody just mentioned, uh, Islam gives women the opportunity to get away from these cycles. Culture, unfortunately, does not. And that is true because mm-hmm. Islam, Sahabas were getting married and getting divorced. It was so normal. It was mm-hmm. extremely normal. You go to most countries in Africa, they'll throw you a divorce party and men will line up to propose for you. You know? Mm-hmm. And the stigma is, well, you know, also these men that are, I think there's also like narcissistic uh, abuse and trauma bonds that leave the woman feeling like isolated. Her friends are no longer there for her. Um, she mm-hmm. has low self-esteem now because if I was beautiful, he wouldn't treat me this way. Or if I was a better wife, he wouldn't treat Like, I think the change has to come. Building her strength has to come from her through seeking therapy, life coaching to understand that she is amazing and she does deserve to be loved and respected. And that is what God wants for her. God does not want her to be patient. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and and endure abuse. There's and abuse keep, and keep taking the oppression, right? Oppression and keep taking the oppression. There's, yeah. there's, there's, it's completely un-Islamic. And you know what? These men, they prey on vulnerable women. They prey on women that their brothers are not around, their dad is not around, and they tell them, "Oh, if you tell anybody, oh, our family's gonna be broken. If you tell anybody, oh, money, I'm, I'm gonna lose my job." So they actually make them scared. Okay, so this is where I want to pause a little bit, and I want to ask you something. So, like for me, I, I, you know, I've talked about this a couple of times. You know, a lot. Like, I am a scary person. Let Let's just put it out there. Scary or intimidating. (laughs) Scary and intimidating, both, both. Uh, Like, if you ask my husband, I am, uh, you know, a bit of like you can't like mess with. In that that's sense. Like, I feel like I feel like people can mess with him because he's so gentle and kind and I've taught him he's to toughen up. He's very trusting, yeah. For me, I grew up, you know, rough and tough. Like I, I had to kind of fend for myself. I had and to fight also, for I think your father passed away when you were younger. But I was a baby, right? right. Like that's, so that also so, gave you that um exactly big step. So for me, like I I I grew up in a way that I would never let someone treat me like crap. Like it's it's not an option. You know where the door is. Please let yourself out. Like it's right. like it's very very clear cut. My husband knows this. My family knows this. His family knows this. Everybody knows this. Right. So what is it? Like why can't like 
I guess my question is, why are women not standing up for themselves? Like, what is it? What is it that makes them want to keep being that way? I think there, it could be a lot of things, but if a woman is in a situation where she's not standing up for herself, then the, her reality, um, the reality she created in her mind is better than the reality that she's facing. It's literally, I believe, I mean, wow. also there's a lot of things that come into like the, that's the, deep. the narcissistic abuse, the trauma, the ver like all that gives her, she creates a reality in her mind where my husband's amazing, my children are amazing, I'm gonna keep doing my job, I'm gonna keep waking up in the morning feeding the kids. Like she creates a reality for herself because she knows the alternative is not even, she is not ready to go down that path. You know, mm -hmm. and I can tell you this from experience. Sometimes people see you're being abused, you're being like this, and people say, hey, that's not nice, or hey, your husband's not supposed to be doing that, or hey, this is not supposed to be right. And then, but the woman, she just shuts that, she just like, she just shuts, she blocks that because she's actually not ready to accept the reality that she's, she's living in. And not until she accepts the reality and then she gets the help that she needs and she starts building her confidence like you is when people are going to say, oh, my God. She's going to wake up and say, oh, my God, all these people saw this and never said a word. But it's because subhanAllah, Allah didn't want to open my mind until he knew that I was ready. You know, mm -hmm. and I do believe you can't tell a woman, hey, leave your husband. You can't tell a woman, hey, uh, do this and do that and do like a woman that is under this kind of abuse and male toxicity, only thing you can do for her is love her mm. and low-key give her strength without her mm. knowing, you know? Mm. And I think that builds them up. But for to answer your question is how come these women don't have that self-esteem? Again, it comes from their childhood, you mm. know? And there's like, you know, the first child and then the middle child. And I think how they how they grew up plays a big effect into that and mm -hmm. you know how their parents treated them you know if a, a parent is always putting you down and some people have narcissistic parents like mm -hmm. you're good for nothing but to clean this house or you know what i mean or you're never going to get education you're going to get married young i'm gonna sell you i'm gonna do this you know what i mean like what worth do you think she had where did she where was she able to build that but mm -hmm. in reality every single woman is amazing and everything mm -hmm. every single woman is smart but but you see what the choices of the women that are doing. Some women are just like, they'll come and they don't care if the guy's married. They'll, they're, they're home wreckers. Some women, they're like, well, um, well, I'm never gonna, you know, I have, she has such high self-esteem that she never mm -hmm. wants to get her in her true relationship with the guy because she'll never trust him. You know, mm -hmm. like there's, there's extremes of both ends and but I can tell you from experience that the women that are staying with abusive men or men that are really toxic to them, it's because they're not living in that reality right now. Because if they did, you know, they would speak up. They would. And I think it's a journey. You know, it is. It a is a journey. Finding and finding. I think life is a lifelong journey of finding yourself, and you can't tell someone like get out if they're not ready to go. Like they have to go through certain things for themselves to want to be like, no, I don't deserve this. And I see the red flags and my kids are growing up in such a abusive household. 
Um, and it's just, like you said, we can't be like, oh, this is wrong or this is right. We just have to be there just to support people where they need it. Um, something I learned, um, and this is, I, I want us to wrap up the conversation around what exactly should a healthy relationship look like? And, you know, I thought I had a lot of the answers for, I've been married, what, 10 years now and been together with my husband for 12, including engagement and getting to know him. And it is this year that I actually feel like I've re realized what a healthy relationship looked like for me. Um, and obviously everyone has their different standards, but um, as you know, like I, uh, September 2nd, I lost my baby and it was probably the hardest thing that I've physically and, and like going back to how much we as women go through, right? We get so attached. We, we form lives inside our wombs. We give so much to our families and only we know, like you as a mother might not have gone through loss, but you know how dear our children are to us and we love them all in different ways equally. Right. So yes, I, I felt like I, uh, the fact that I'm even here talking, I never thought I would be in this place again. Um, I went through that. And um, I just feel like my husband was there, like everything in that moment. Because I was so broken, I needed that to lift me back up. Like I needed somebody to show me how to brush. And, you know, and, and I feel like this for me is is what a good relationship is when a person is there for you at your hardest moments. You, the person you envision going through hard moments together, whether it's poverty, whether it's, you know, loss, whether it's, cause any, we can all be okay in good times, right? We can, things are, are going good. Everyone's fine. But who do you see yourself with? when you go through something terrible. And I think that should be, and I wish I could like, Alhamdulillah, like I lucked out, but I, if I went back and if I told my, if I gave my daughter advice, that's what the advice would be is that look for someone who you can weather the storm with. I guess that's my, my, my one thing. What about yours, Iman? Um, so yeah, look for someone uh, regardless of your situation, like you said, like poverty and, you know, they're just gonna, for me, it's, I really need to be understood. Someone that's just gonna get me. I don't need to talk. I don't need to say anything. Obviously, like you get to know them enough, mm. but somebody that makes you feel beautiful, safe. Um, you know, you're not always worried about how you look next to them. You're not always worried about, did you make a stupid comment? Like you can't be yourself. So somebody you can be your, your complete self with, Mm -hmm. and they accept you for who you are and still love you and you know like you like i said in the beginning respect security love you know and that's that's what a healthy relationship is like and anything that and and, and 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 to respect your rights like as a woman as a man like respect each other's rights like i see i hear so many women being denied going back to visit their family like the men like isolate them from their family they're just trying to control them exactly like you as as women you have to know your rights uh you have many many rights many more than men actually and mm -hmm. 
I think it's time we we you know open up about these rights and the fact that like, we're careful, not you might be a fitna causer. You might oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me bring up. I get I get I get DMs where women are like, my husband doesn't let me watch you, Zayna, right? Because you know you're putting yeah, thoughts you in my head. Saying, but he can <laughs> to stand up for myself. Exactly. <clears throat> and I've 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 heard that before. Like I've some divorced people that I know, their husbands. They'll tell their, oh, you're friends with her. Well, you can't be friends with her anymore. She's divorced, or she, like a divorce, as if like a divorce is a contagious disease or something. You know, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. yeah. Uh, but definitely, um, like, women need to stand up. And you're amazing, and you're beautiful, and you deserve to be loved and cared for and secured. And don't settle for anything less than what you want. And it's okay. Yeah. Get to know somebody. They'll break your heart. That's okay. Move on to the next one mm -hmm. one person in that is going to be don't give up don't yeah give don't up. give up like yeah. don't give up don't settle like have high standards for yourself standards. like i wish i wish i could tell women like if all the women who are watching this like just i want to hug you like you know i have a daughter myself and right. oh my gosh i'm such an emotional person <laughs> i know i look at my daughter she's eight and i'm just like you have no I look idea. at my daughter and I'm just like if I if she has to go through that you know I feel like you know relationship is such an important part of your everyday life right. it's not something like oh relationship check career check no like you were living with instagram her. stuff <laughs> yeah like it, it, it's it's it shouldn't be a cause of stress in your life it shouldn't be a cause of heartbreak and constant worry and like you should be you deserve to be happy and know that the person is out there to protect you to keep you safe he'll hide your secrets uh he'll hide your flaws he'll always make you feel beautiful with or without makeup next yeah with your mustache exactly and and every woman deserves that my daughter deserves that your daughter deserves that right so I think like, you know, now I, I feel like we need, like, I'm so glad that I'm doing this now because it's you happening. Kind of, you opened a whole new topic to the world because it is something people don't even talk about. People don't. But it's about. happening so much, Iman. It's yeah, happening it so much and it's yeah. derailing so many people's lives, uh, especially women's lives. And, um, you know, I'm going to have some more guests uh, for this week and half of next. It just to talk about like people who've actually left abusive marriages, how they did it. Because I think a lot of women do get afraid of breaking their marriage, breaking the families, especially if they have children. Well, it's also and an investment for them. They've invested all those years, you know, all those years. And then financial stress, like mm -hmm. a lot of women feel like they can't, you know, get a job or put food on the table. And it's just, like there's so many like we can't say there's only one thing like a woman i'm sure has to sit with herself and say look can i actually do this can i get out of this relationship there's a lot of compromises but she will do the best that she can you know mm -hmm. and she will women are incredibly strong i believe that we 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 we, we can give birth i feel like <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, like if my husband's watching this, hey, <laughs> but you can't do what we can do. I'm sorry. Like men are very strong and they have a lot that they can contribute, but we as women are very valuable and contribute to society's 
as much, if not more. And I'm actually trying to get him to come on. He's a very private guy, but I want him to come on because, you know, I've, I've dealt with toxic masculinity, not just like in social media, but even on like uh, in family. Like, mm-hmm. oh, people will come up to him in the community and say, how can you let your wife be out there so much? And how can you, like, do you not, are you whipped? Like, somebody will come and say, are you whipped? He helps That's me with the children. That's like the men's society. Oh, like, you know, bros exactly. before, mm, and are you whipped? Or, you know what? A true, exactly. a true man would be like, and what? And what? Yeah, and exactly. What? So I'm trying to get him to come on. Hopefully he'll... He likes that my And anyway, we we need to travel to Morocco and all this is is said and done inshallah. Like inshallah. So, inshallah yeah. I feel like I I, I want to have way more conversations with you inshallah. inshallah. This is just the beginning. Inshallah. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for bringing me on and I hope, you know, if we I hope that we can change our lives if not start awakening people from reality and you know start realizing that they have worth and inshallah um and and you know if anyone's out there anyone's out there who's who watch this and you know who is facing these kind of circumstances like i'm not a marriage expert i'm not a therapist anything like that but you always have mine and iman's support you know if you ever want to talk we're here to just listen and be there for you And, or beat um, up someone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's take care. It was nice talking to you. Assalamualaikum. Take care. Um,